I found 1212 right after I miscarried our first baby and I got connected with them. And before 1212, I felt very alone. After I got connected with the podcast and the small groups, I had people to come alongside with me in this journey that I'm on. Impact stories like this one are only made possible by donors like you. To donate to 1212 Ministries, text the word 12 to 345-345. Thanks so much for partnering with us. Hey, Liz, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so excited for this opportunity um, and just to talk with you today. I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. I can't wait. So you guys, I have a really funny story about how Liz and I met. (laughs) We actually met at a CVS and we both were in like the, the lady aisle looking looking for you know <laughs> products that 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 we both needed and we ended up just like bumping into each other started this just random conversation um and then she told me a little bit about what she did i was sharing about um 1212 ministries and all the things that we were doing and we just kind of connected and um uh, and it's kind of been going from there just again i am a huge fan i just love the lord i think he's just so amazing. And I'm just in awe of how he brings people together. And Liz and I meeting, absolutely, it just was a divine appointment. And, um, and so Liz just has an amazing story, you guys. And so I thought she would be just an excellent person to talk about uh, being an entrepreneur and entrepreneurship. And um, I love this quote from Jessica Heron. She's the founder and CEO of Stella and Dot. And so she says, you have to see failure as the beginning and the middle, but never entertain it as, as an end. And so I just love love that. that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm encouraged by that because I know, you know, to be being an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh, this is so hard. I'm exhausted. (laughs) And am I going to make it? And so I love that she's saying like, hey, you can't, you can't look at it from the beginning and the middle. You've got to look at it from the end. And so. Uh, Liz, I'm just going to read a couple of Bible verses, and then we're just going to jump into you and your story. So I can't wait. So Colossians Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people. And 1 Peter 4.10 says, just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. In Isaiah 40, 31, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary and they will walk and not faint. And again, I'm so encouraged by especially Isaiah 40, 31, because being an entrepreneur is (laughs) (laughs) tough and you go through so many ups and downs. Um, And so just that reminder is that we really can rely on the Lord um, to kind of lift us up and renew our strength. So Liz, I'm getting out of the way. Please tell everyone just a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my name is actually Elizabeth, but I go by Liz. 
I'm originally from New York. My family's from Brooklyn, and I was born upstate in Syracuse and grew up in New York, lived in Virginia for a bit, and then ended up in Texas at the end of middle end of high school. Um, I graduated from UT Dallas with a degree in psychology and neuroscience. I actually graduated in three years with um, Latin honors, and I started my own nonprofit there called um, Love Ladies of Vision and Excellence. And that's kind of like the beginning of my entrepreneur journey. Um, every month we would volunteer for a different organization as women in campus. It could be children, um, it could be elderly, it could be animals, something to kind of just give back to our community. Um, so I've always had that, you know, spirit of, um, you know, helping others. What can I do to help them and help them shine brighter? And so that's kind of been an underlying message throughout my life. And um, I actually got a lot of inspiration from my grandfather. He fought in World War II, and he always had that amazing light about him. He always was, you know, never had a stranger, met him a stranger, which I think is why Nicole and I connected so well, because um, I just learned from him, you know, like always be friendly to the people around you. You never know what connections could happen or how you could make someone's day better at the very least. Um, and so learning from him, he always did Meals on Wheels and was always involved in the community. I just wanted to be similar and kind of emulate that. And I started getting into photography when I was in high school. I was about 16. And at the time, a lot of friends and family just told me it could be more of a hobby and not a career. And so I did it on the side and I got my first camera. It was a Canon Rebel um, XTI and I was so excited. And I take photos of everything. So like people and nature and architecture and uh, anything I could really, that, that I saw creativity, creativity, uh, <laughs> creatively, um, I would yes. take that and, and make a photo out of it and, um, and then just kind of share it. And so that's something I got passionate about. And then I did go to college, um, had a lot of encouragement from friends and family to get into medicine, decided it wasn't really the route I wanted to pursue. Um, knew I continued wanting to work with people, kind of had a journey working in corporate. I still work in corporate at the moment as a career, which I think is a perfect job for me because I love people. Um, and so I love connecting them to something that could be a good fit for their family. And on the side, I do um, own my own business it's called Flourish Media. And I'm a photographer. I'm getting into videography as well. I do a little bit of social media, but I'm honestly focusing more on the other two. And then I'm also currently writing a success book. So those are kind of the things that I'm involved in and, and what I'm excited about, just however I can do to help share people, um, you know, my success and help them grow. And then also with the photography, like it's just kind of me sharing my vision of the world and helping people see the beauty around them. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I love that. I, I really do. I think that that is, it's just, it's great to hear um, other people's story and just, you know, it's like, it can be done. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And so, and then, hope. I'm 30 yeah, years old now and I'm making it happen. So yes. Yeah. And so Liz, maybe let's talk about um, you making that transition in, into um, entrepreneurship. You know, what did that look like? You know, yeah. really like what was Absolutely. your why and then how did you transition from you know corporate America to saying hey this is what I really want to do Absolutely well I still work in corporate America so um I decided to do it on the side um that's kind of what I recommend as you're starting out as a young entrepreneur unless you have the funds in place that you can do it full time I think it's always a good idea to kind of start something small on the side 
And so that's what I do at the moment. And um, I just honestly realized like, you know, only I'm going to live my life and I wanted to be happy with the way that I lived it and what I contributed. And I always had that passion, that burn for photography and how I can tell people stories through photography. Um, and I think, you know, pictures speak so much of people's life and their memories, you know, people go back to them and they reflect and they're like, you know, this is where my family was, or this is how my business looked and this is how it's grown or this is how my ministry grew. And I just think that it's so powerful, you know, a photo can say a thousand words. And so I want that to be like my contribution. And then also um, eventually I would like to get into, you know, telling stories through the photos. So like interviewing people or sharing stories and things like that. Um, so that's just something that I always knew I wanted to do. And I guess as I'm getting older, you kind of step more into realizing that it's not about seeking others approval. It's just, are you doing the right things for you and in your right image with God? And that's all that really matters. And so I knew that this was part of my calling on life and it was time for me to step into it and start doing it. And of course you're going to have some fear and you're going to be like, Oh, I don't know. You know, um, but I think, you know, doing it on the side definitely helped with that because I, I do have an income to rely on and I'm able to do it in my spare free time. And then just connecting with people in that field. I mean, I did a lot of research. I have a great friend named Zeke and he and I um, take photos together and do videos together. And I'm one of his contract um, photographers for weddings and things like that. So that definitely helps. And so having people in your corner that are supportive in the same field, they can encourage you, uplift you and give you ideas and things like that have really helped the transition for me. Yeah. And you did talk about, so when you got started, there was a little fear, you know, so were you intimidated <laughs> at all or, you know, what was that, what was that um, thing that kind of like stood in the way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't say I was intimidated. I was actually thrilled, but like kind of nervous, if that makes sense. Like a nervous energy because it's something I had wanted to do since I was 16. And this is 14 years later and I was finally stepping into it. And so of course there's that, you know, like, oh my gosh, like you have that expectation, right? Or these expectations and you have this, um, you know, hesitation a little bit because you're like, I'm, am I finally doing this? I'm finally doing this, you know? And so I think it's that realization and stepping into it. And as you continue and you step into it, the fear starts to go away. Um, and so you start to actually, you know, embrace it and, and walk into it. And honestly, that's for me, like how it dissipated. And of course I still have, you know, like projects I get excited about and things that I'm like a little bit nervous about, but I'm a lot more confident now than my, when I started back in January because I've been able to, you know, walk it out. So I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. And so Liz, what is that one thing you wish someone told you about being an entrepreneur? Honestly, I thought about this question for a while and <laughs> I would say how amazing it is. Like I wish people had told me earlier because I would have totally started earlier because everyone kept telling me that, you know, my, my photography could only be a hobby. It could never really be a career. And I really wish I didn't listen to those people. And I had listened to people or thought out people that were where I wanted to be, because I definitely think I would have done it sooner and earlier. And I probably could have done more with it. Um, I mean, I think I can, I still have plenty of time. And I think that, you know, a lot's going to be done through me with the work that I'm going to do. And I'm super excited about that but I really wish I had done it sooner, to be honest. <laughs> so wow. if somebody had told me like, hey, it was worth the jump, you know, <laughs> you should do it. That's yes. what I wish I had known. And I just love your perspective of how it was like something positive. 
you know, yeah, like I was, you know, I was thinking that if someone asked me that question, I would say it, it would, it's hard and you're going to lose sleep and, <laughs> you know, like all the things, but I love your perspective that I just think that's so great. Thank you. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, yeah, positive. Like I wish, <laughs> I wish I had known how awesome it is. I mean, I just love being in control, you know, and, and deciding, you know, what I want to do and, and how I want to make an impact. So, yes. So what's the biggest thing that you have had to overcome? Honestly, just balancing like full-time work with my business. Cause you have to be creative with that. Um, you know, when I'm at work, I need to focus on my job, you know, so I'm there for that. I'm not there to build my business. And so it's just about kind of organizing my calendar, calendar planning, time management, um, and setting my weekly goals. Um, I'm really big about planning ahead of time so I don't lose my my place or where I'm going and, and what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah, that's good. I definitely want to pull something out that that you just said because you talked about um, you know, while while you're still in corporate America that it's like when you're at work, you're doing that work, you know, and trying to find a balance and I think um integrity in your character plays a huge part in that, you know, because you can get really easy and I've been super guilty of this. It's like, I know what I want to do. I know my passion, but mm -hmm. I'm at work mm -hmm. and I'm going to spend like this 10 minutes, like sending an email or <laughs> doing a post. And so I love that you said that it's like, Hey, you know, yes, maybe God has put something on our heart, but he has us somewhere, you know, right now and that living, yeah, yeah, living um, and integrity, having, you know, building up your character and saying, when I'm at my job, when I'm at my nine to five, I'm doing that. And, in you know, outside of that, then I can build up my, you know, my company or, or, you know, what you're creating. So thank you for saying that. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, absolutely. And the cool thing about it is my, uh, the company I work for, they're, they're awesome. And, I'm entering a photo contest and it's for like a, a local neighborhood where I work. And he's like, if you win, I'm going to put it all over the office. So they're very encouraging too. So I think that definitely helps, you know, so um, I definitely focus on work when I'm there, but they're, they're always supportive of people and what they do outside of work. So I think that makes a big difference. That does. Yes. And I, I have a random question for you really quick, quick Liz, because sure. I want to know like when, and you might not be able to answer this, but when are you, when, you know, do you have like a plan of when you're going to leave corporate America? Like, do you have like this day or this amount of money, or is it more of like, Hey, when, when I get the call from God, like when he sh opens that door, that's when I'm going to do it. Or do you have a plan in place? Um, I really haven't thought about it to be honest to a crazy extent since I started my business just in January, it hasn't been very long. So, I mean, my goal eventually, yes, I would love to be a full-time entrepreneur, but I don't feel like right now is the right season. Um, I think I'm in a growth season with it, and I think I'm in the, you know, perfect position in corporate that it's not really corporate, I actually work for a small business owner, so it's a little different. And so I think I'm in like the perfect place where I can grow both at the same time. Now, I think whenever my business kind of exceeds the, the workload of my job, then definitely it'll probably be a good sign to step away and I'll let them know at that point. Um, but for me, I mean, I don't see it happening like anytime soon. Um, but of course, there's a potential, you know, in the future. But with what I do, I can definitely do it part time. So honestly, I haven't thought about it too much. But, you know, eventually, yeah, that is a goal to be a full time entrepreneur.
Yes, but I think that that is super awesome that you are self-aware and you're making smart decisions because I know I'm going to, I'm, I'm not even going to say, you know, people <laughs> listening, I'll talk about myself. I know that there have been so many times that I'm like, I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to go for it, you know, and it just <laughs> yeah. like was not the right season. So I definitely appreciate your heart and your mindset, you know, of, of making sure that it's the right season for you and your family. So that's great. Absolutely. So Liz, talk to that person who, you know, has it on their heart to become an entrepreneur, but is having a really challenging time getting started. Like, you know, what can you share with them? Sure. Um, I think the biggest thing is finding your why. Actually, Simon Sinek, he has a great book on it called Start With Why. Um, And that helped me a lot, just kind of evaluating, you know, why am I wanting to be an entrepreneur? Why am I wanting to do X, Y, Z? And bouncing ideas off of people that you respect and trust, or they don't have to be in your necessarily same industry that you want to be an entrepreneur in, but they're an entrepreneur um, and they've done a great job with it. And so if you find that and then you find what you're passionate about, you do the research, um, then you can start making it work. And then I think also having creative ways. So a lot of things that keep people is maybe their time and their finances and their expertise. So if people can figure out ways around that, you know, like I said, the calendar planning, getting a great organizer to help with your schedule, um, you know, sitting down and doing a budget, looking at your finances, looking at ways that you can creativity, creativity, my gosh, this word today, (laughs) you're going to have to edit that. (laughs) Um, Creatively. you know, work around the financial financial issue, uh, things that you can do to maybe fundraise or cut corners. There's a lot of great free resources online for most things. Even community colleges, local community colleges have pretty inexpensive classes, depending on what they're wanting to be an entrepreneur in. I think all of those are helpful. So it's really just about doing your research, knowing your why, organizing your finances, and I think organizing that calendar, and then getting with people that are in similar spot to you or are where you want to be. I think those are my biggest tips. Oh, so good. Liz, (laughs) I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Can you, can you tell everyone where they can find you online or on your socials? Absolutely. Um, So I have a social media. I don't have a webpage at the moment, but it's just traveling life with Liz all together and then I do have an email at flourishmedia.us at gmail.com. And I do have a book coming soon that will be on Amazon that will be linked on my Instagram. Yes. And you guys, we will <laughs> definitely, definitely put those links in the show notes. And so Liz, I have your final two because this podcast is all about Matthew five sixteen and letting our light shine for the Lord. And I just truly believe that God uses our story to change the world. So how did your puzzle pieces lead you to where you are today? Um, well, I alluded to a little bit of it earlier, but I always knew I wanted to do something with photography and people. Um, so I really like helping people in general, which is why I started writing a life tips book. And so what I did is I stopped thinking or listening to all the people that were naysayers and saying that my dream was far off and that it could only be a hobby. And I just kind of got fed up with it a little bit, to be honest. And I think that's important and part about being an entrepreneur, right? So you've alluded to work and how you're like, I want to do my own thing. So it's kind of like the same thing. You have to have that motivation there. And I wanted to make it a reality. So I realized, you know, I'm, I have to be happy with what I do, who I spend it with and what I accomplish. And when I realized that only I can control that, 
um, I started doing that and then the rest is history. And honestly, I've been the happiest and most of most fulfilled as a person that I've ever been because now I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I was always supposed to be doing but <laughs> for some reason or another like I didn't step into it because I had all these people saying negative things in my ear about it and I was listening to that instead of listening to what I knew was in my heart and in my gut and you know should be in my life and so once I realized that um, I knew that you know God would provide all the way and, and that's what I stepped into so Awesome. And Liz, you do such an amazing job at shining bright and not hiding your light for the kingdom. Have you always been that way? And what can you share with us just to encourage and help us? Yeah, um, actually, no, I grew up pretty differently. Um, my my parents are of different um, religions. My dad was Catholic and my mom's Presbyterian. And so we kind of grew up a little differently, sometimes going to church, sometimes not going to church. And so I think that, you know, throughout life, we constantly evolve and we walk in our own spiritual journey. And so what I realized is I can't compare where I am to someone else. I just had to focus and listen to what I needed and like leaned in and then just realizing it's okay to rely on others to guide you on your walk. And it's never shameful to ask for, um, you know, advice or, or help. And so I think that's been huge for me. And Honestly, the biggest realization I've made as I'm getting older and, you know, my 30s now is what makes me happy and what do I feel is right? And not always relying on other people to influence me in my life and realizing I have to be strong on my own. And so what is going to make me happy and what sits right with me? And that's all that really matters because at the end of the day, it's between me and God and so what feels right there. And so I think that's the biggest thing that, that helped me. So good. Liz, appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.